Hello, listeners. Jess here. Have you heard our newest show, Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches? Winnie Taylor is just a teenager when her mother dies, sending her to Cleveland to reunite with her dad, a former football player. It's an inspirational story about sports, family, and learning to overcome the barriers that hold us back. Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches has something for everyone. Action-packed football games, a story about friendship, and a father-daughter story that will warm everyone's heart. I know you're going to love it. Follow Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free with a GZM family subscription. Head to gzmshows.com for more. Three, two, one, cue my theme song. I, Professor Burkhead, took some old spare parts and built a new machine to reveal just what is in our hearts to connect with animals and people and bridge that great divide. I had to keep my work a secret so in space I would reside. I fueled my rocket. I took a flyer. And on my space station, I built the unifier. Now it's a perfect fit for both armadillos and truck drivers. We're about to rack up two more unification survivors. But first things first, you know, so let's start our project. Cause this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Cause this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. Ha <laughs> ha, now that's a theme song. Unifier, I hate to ask again, but perhaps it's time for two more test subjects, please. Unifier operation. Ah, well. Uh, yes, welcome. What What am I doing here? Happy to explain. Uh, Taylor, uh, could you turn on the translator, please? Is someone out there? Yes, uh, you may unfold, I guess. Uh, I'm not sure how you refer to it. I say unfurl. Uh, there we go. Uh, yes, you may unfurl if you wish. I am Professor Jameson Burkhead. This is, of course, the Unifier, my laboratory slash space station. Uh, and this is the greatest scientific experiment in human history, of which you two are about to become a part. Isn't that exciting? Greatest? Uh, I don't know. I mean, no offense, but, like, I would say quantum mechanics? A lot of skepticism here right from the start. Uh, that's fine. I just think it's a little self-aggrandizing. I would say reserve judgment until I'm able to publish my findings, so then we might all, you know, be arguing from the same point of view. I'm not skeptical, but I'm telling you, I've seen a lot. I've been on these roads for decades, and I've never seen anything like this. What is this, space? Uh, yes, my goal is to bring the two of you uh, into a greater uh, level of understanding with each other uh, through my invention called the Unifier. Hmm. All right. I, I think that's not a bad idea. I don't know if I would go greatest. I could see we're maybe getting off on the wrong foot a little bit here. Uh, Armadillo, my apologies to you. Why don't we introduce ourselves? Tell me your name. Tell me who you are. Tell me where you're from. Animal. Introduction. Oh, my name's Crumbly. I'm an armadillo. And, and Crumbly, where do you make your home? Oh, I make my home in my burrow. Okay, very good. I'm sorry, do you want longitude and latitude? Uh, I don't think I'm being pedantic about this. I, you know, some animals know what region of the world they're from. Others just know their own burrow, and that's fine. I don't recognize borders, okay? Okay, Crumbly, that's fine. You on the right, uh, apologies, your experiment mate and I have gotten into it a little bit. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, tell us who you are, where you're from, and what is it that you do? Human Introduction 
No, it's fine. I like to sit and observe, first and foremost. My name is Juliet, and I am a truck driver. I am someone who transports goods from one place to another. My primary route being from the southern United States to the most northern part of Canada. Wow, all the way up, huh? Yes, I speak Canadian very well. I was not aware that Canadian was a different language than American? French and English. Ah, of course, yes. Okay, my my mistake. That's okay, and in America, it's Spanish and English. And you're saying you've got all of those languages? Copy that. 10-4, good buddy! Oh, knows my language. Now, Crumbly and Juliet, I don't have full control over who the unifier selects for the experiment, so for now I'm going to seal you into this unification chamber together. And can you see me now? I'm in the observation booth up here. I really think I need to get back to my truck. I was going 100 miles an hour. Oh, that's much too fast. Much too fast. Yes. There's a place in upstate New York called Syracuse. It's a lovely town, but me personally, I like to get past it as fast as possible. So you just blow straight through Syracuse? I was just trying to blow straight through it. Don't you like gorges? That's Ithaca. I don't recognize borders! Ooh-wee, this Dillo is mad at you. Ithaca, Syracuse, it's all the same to me! Maps help people understand where things are. No, that's you humans and your very narrow binary thinking that comes out of the Enlightenment. Open your minds, man! Listen, Juliet, I would love to send you back to your truck, but, you know, we're already on the space station. <clears throat> Rationalization! Ugh, you are certainly very frustrating. Boy, okay, so this is going to be a real uphill experiment, huh? One time I did an experiment to see if I could last all the way through Delaware without going to the bathroom. I failed miserably. Wow, and Delaware, comparatively, a pretty small state. I have a very small bladder. Now, uh, Juliet, I'd like to touch on something. Did I steal you from a moving truck? You most certainly did, Mr. Sir. Oh boy. Uh, Juliet, I apologize greatly for the potential accident that may cause. What are the ethical controls on this experiment? Crumbly, I don't have time to think about every hypothetical situation involved from teleporting a person from Earth to my space station. Well, I think the biggest problem for me is that the cabs that I drive belong to me. It's my cab, and now it's, I don't know, crashed in a ditch somewhere. But the products in the back belong to the company, and now a whole city in Canada isn't going to get rechargeable batteries. Oh, dear. Hopefully we can wrap this up quickly and get you back to where you belong. Could you tell us about uh, a regular day for a truck driver? So I usually spend the night driving. I like to drive at night because it's quieter. I like the moon. The moon is my guide and sometimes I talk to it. I don't want you to put any sort of, you know, mental stigma on it. I think we should all spend more time talking to ourselves and talking to our surroundings. It helps you figure out things. And in the mornings, I usually stop off at some sort of roadside restaurant, get some bacon and eggs, and then uh, take a little 12-hour nap. Would you classify that as a nap? Don't question it. It's not your world. No, agreed. Truck driving is uh, as foreign to me as any number of other professions. I would argue you don't have a lot of experience in your own profession. Okay, it's starting to feel a little antagonistic, Crumbly, okay? I, like, I understand that I've taken you from your burrow and that is frustrating, but it's starting to feel slightly personal. I was about to sit down for some grubs! Well, hopefully we can conclude this experiment quickly and you can return to your grubs in just a few moments, all right? Uh, Juliet, I, I just wanted to uh, get uh, one more piece of information from you. You said you sleep in your cab. Oh, I do. So the cab of your truck is almost like uh, an apartment on wheels, sort of. 
My whole cab is decked out. Underneath the bench where I sit and drive is a whole sort of woman cave that I've created. There's a full screen TV. Uh, there's an ice machine. And it gets you the good ice, not the big ice. Mm, the little pebble ice. There it is, the pebble ice. That sounds very comfortable, actually. It's very comfortable. Now, Crumbly, if I may turn to you, what is a regular day like for an armadillo? Well, we got a little song for it. It goes, digging in grubs, digging in grubs, curl and unfurl, curl and unfurl. Oh, wow. Okay. And so that's four elements of your standard day. Digging in grubs, digging in grubs, curl and unfurl, curl and unfurl. Okay, you dig, you eat grub. Or you do if you don't get snatched by some crackpot and thrown into the atmosphere. Now, crackpot feels pejorative. Listen. Crumbly, if I may uh, elaborate on curl and unfurl, what are perhaps some situations where you might feel the need to curl or unfurl? Well, if there's a predator in front of me, you gotta curl. And then when the predator leaves, you gotta unfurl. You can't stay curled. Can't stay curled? You can't stay curled. Juliet, can you stay curled, girl? You're asking me if I stay curled? Juliet, I guess the equivalent for you would be, can you stay in your cab all the time? Oh, okay, I see, I see. Honestly, no, sometimes you gotta take a little walk. If you have to tinkle, you gotta stop. You remember, I learned that from my Delaware experiment. Yes. Well, moving on to the next phase of the experiment, I'm going to deactivate the suspension field so you may interact with one another physically. Deactivating force field. Don't be alarmed, but I'm gonna pick you up and throw you across the room. Here we go. Whoop! Woo! If you like bocce ball, you're gonna love hanging out with me. I was very good at bocce. In fact, um, in my hometown, we had a, a whole bocce league. And I, I would say me and my team was number one. So thank you for letting me relive my high school days. Mm, the glory days. Glory days of bocce. Mm. Crumbly, you're all right? No damage sustained from being thrown? No, that's the beauty of the curl. That was fun. Good, I'm glad to hear it. I feel bad enough about stealing you from your home. I would feel terrible if you got injured up here aboard the space station. Oh, I'm sure you would. Crumbly, I take the health of the subjects in my experiment very seriously. If this is your experiment... And the Unifier's just grabbing creatures at random? How is that your experiment? This is the Unifier's experiment. Well, I built the Unifier. Or the Unifier, you know, in some way makes selections and helps conduct the experiment. You didn't see it, but that was an armadillo shrug. Wow, it was very hard to parse. Your shoulders are barely visible. Why don't we move uh, to the next phase of the experiment, the introduction of a random object, the IRO. Taylor, uh, go ahead, commence the IRO drop. Introduction of random object. Oh, hmm. Is that a Ouija board? I, I believe it is a Ouija board. Ha! Huh. I haven't played with one of those since I was young. Yeah, I'll be honest, it's been quite a while for me as well. I thought this was a science experiment. Crumbly, the introduction of a random object introduces a random object. The point is, I don't know, nor do you know what the object is going to be. Again, I don't see how this is your experiment. And that's in quotes. I know you can't see my claws move. I got the impression that you were doing air quotes from your claws. I mean, he does have a point. Juliet, turning on me as well? I'm just saying, it's, you know, science and the supernatural are not usually connected. So what is happening here? The point of the IRO is to inject a random element that might spark a successful unification. It doesn't necessarily endorse the existence of spirits. Do you believe in ghosts, Juliet? Honestly, I'm going to be real with you. I do not believe in ghosts. But I do believe in... Life after love? I do believe in life after love. I don't believe in ghosts, but I do believe in energy signatures. So I believe that if something happened 
whether it be an amazing experience or a traumatic experience, it gets imprinted in the energy fields of our world. Would you say traumatic, like, I don't know, being stolen from your house or your your truck? 100%. 100%. Just checking. Just checking what we're counting as traumatic. Okay, Crumbly. Message received. I feel like in 500 years, someone might go to your hometown, Crumbly. Maybe it's Arizona. I'm not sure. I'm guessing. I don't recognize borders. Oh, okay. Well, they'll go to the spot where you were abducted into this uh, irresponsible experiment, and they might see an energy imprint of you and think it's a ghost, but it's not. It's just an imprint of your trauma. Wow, mic drop. Ham radio drop. Hey, 10-4, good buddy. Juliet and Crumbly, I kind of feel like I'm getting both barrels right now. Both of you think this experiment is irresponsible and short-sighted. You have to remember that my truck is still driving on the I-80 yes, with I no driver. Apologize. Yes, and Juliet, I am so sorry. And if I possessed the capability of sending you back early, I would. But if I cancel the experiment, you know, we miss out on a potential unification here, so... I would say we're unified already against you. You know, honestly, the unification meter is higher than I would have expected right now based on how much you seem to not like being here. This is not something I normally do, but you clearly, both of you are not happy about this, so I am willing to abort the experiment to send you both back to Earth if that is really, truly what you both desire. Three quarters of the way through the experiment. There's a significant investment of energy and resources to bring two subjects aboard the Unifier, but I am posing it to you. If you wish to cancel the experiment now, we can I would like to do an experiment with this Ouija board. If we put all of our hands and claws on this little uh, rolly thing, and if it goes to the Y, we'll continue the experiment. If it goes to the N, you zap us home immediately. All right. So nobody can just move it to the Y or the N. That's not in the spirit of the Ouija board, so... Yes, let's let the let's let the energy guide us. All right, go ahead, do your Ouija board experiment and see what you decide. Uh, uh, ah, okay, there you have it. And then a big no to the unification. Wonderful, fine. If that's what you wish, I am flipping the switch to abort this experiment and send you back to this. Is that really what you want? Oh, you're asking us what we want now. All right, fine. Enjoy your lives back on Earth, Juliet. I'm very sorry if your truck has come to any harm. Probably enjoy your grubs, okay? Enjoy them. Thank you. Goodbye forever! You know, Taylor, I have not had two test subjects who were that opposed to the experiment. Because this is the time! This is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. Okay, yeah, I understand that Juliet's truck was just roaming free down the highway, and that presents obviously a risk to the health of those on the highway and, of course, Juliet's cab. But Crumbly, well, don't take Crumbly's side. Oh, very well. I'm done for the day. I'm done. Hi, I'm Amy. I'm Odid. I'm Ethan. I'm Awa. And, and we're, we're a GZM family. Join us and listen to Fourth and Inches. Here, here we, we go, go, brownies. Here, here we go. go. Three years ago, Brinley Pasternak helped the Anders family uncover the truth about Holiday's past. Now, she'll need them to help her find the truth about hers. Six Minutes Out of Time is the long-awaited sequel to the most downloaded family audio adventure in history. 
When Cyrus is found unconscious near the mysterious Elixir Academy in Florida, Brinley learns the school may have a shocking connection to her missing mother. All new episodes are available one week early and ad-free for GZM subscribers. Visit gzmshows.com to learn more.